Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hello and welcome to the At Betches podcast. I'm Kay Brown. I'm Sean Kilby. And I'm Taylor Jackson. We are back with another episode of At Betches and we have some hot shit going on for you this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, first we're going to start off with something slightly serious but um, still needs to be addressed. Our girl Hannah Brown, she said the N-word on Instagram Live and we're going to talk about that. Yikes. Um, we also have the new Ariana Justin Bieber song stuck with you and their um, like Takashi 6 9 feud, which is very weird. I can't believe he's like not in prison anymore. Um, and then we're going to go into Ryan Seacrest's weird moment during the American Idol finale. Um, and then obviously we're ending it with Mindy Kaling is working on Legally Blonde 3. And I don't know if you guys are excited, but I'm stoked. So, Sean, do you want to hit us up with what is happening at Betches right now? Yeah, well, this week is huge because we're doing our first ever at home live podcast. So, you know, you guys have both been on tour with you up live before. Jared and Jordana oh, go, yeah. have gone across mm-hmm. the country. A lot mm-hmm. of our plans have gone on hold, so we're trying to come up with something amazing for the audience. So if you are a Europe fan, or if you just want something like to do, get together and have cocktails with your friends and watch this thing, you can go to onlocationlive.com slash UUP, and it is going to be this Thursday, May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific, figure out the, wherever you are and the time it's going to be. Uh, Kay, you and I, were meeting with them about what they're going to do on that show. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be just like our live show, but even better. It's going to feel like an event. Yes. We're going to be all drinking. All the Betches team is going to be there watching it along with them. But we have like a deal reveal. They're going to be like a dating app makeover, which I'm sure Taylor Jackson could use some help with. We should probably get Definitely. her on there. I mean, yeah. Yes. But, but if I did break her, all of it. Mm-hmm. But side note, an easier link for the UUP um, live show is Betches.co slash UUP at home. You up at home. Uh-huh. You can go there and get your tickets. But Taylor, your dating life. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, wait. No, I should be talking about my oh, dating, you're dating life. Right? Yourself. <laughs> what the hell? Actually, the yeah. Let me, let's, is virtual. Let's, I just had a hair in my mouth. Yeah, you let's, did. Um, <laughs> let's go back to me. That. And um, so we're true. starting The Feeling is Virtual. It is going to be happening, coming out on may 27th i know we've been like teasing you guys with this for a while now we've been casting all of these guys we finally got them all and um the first episode out is out on may 27th it'll be on our instagram igtv and instagram live but it's basically if you guys don't know um i'm going to be doing dating a bunch of guys on <laughs> online and we picked out all of these guys. So we'll be going on group dates, one-on-one dates. Um, and you guys are going to help me find, uh, I mean, the love of my life. The love of your life. The love you more, what of you, your life. What are you most nervous about for it? Cause um, I think that, I think the group dates seem nerve wracking. I think the group dates are going to be the most yeah. nerve wracking just because we're going to, so to make it, less awkward and less like, okay, so who's going to talk first? We're going to be playing games. We're going to be playing like icebreaker games. Like never have I ever, um, would you rather getting to know the guys? We're also, um, looking up 
all the dirt on these guys. We want to know if they're here for the right reasons. Maybe the baggage that they're carrying. Oh my yeah. god! What if we get to cancel a couple of them? That would be fun. Oh, so we're going to be sending yeah. every every group date. We'll be sending guys home, and by guys <gasps> home, we mean off. Le- they have to leave the chat. So at the end, <laughs> sending home, they haven't left home in two months, but we'll send yeah. them home. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll be um, you'll be blocked from the yes. chat from you'll the Zoom blo- chat. <laughs> it sounds like You're the circle kidding. when you are blocked it. from the chat. Wow. Wait, that's so, great. Can, this is, can I this just break this down real Go quick? Go ahead, Tay. Yeah. yeah. Break it down for us, how, please. Let's just like how lucky you are, Kay, that guys are auditioning to date you when the rest of us plebes and normal people um, mm-hmm. yeah. are literally <laughs> audition Plebes, I'm a plebe, are having to try. Okay. Yeah. T- Taylor over you here. You get to sit there. Taylor ran out of swipes on Hinge the other day. I, like, the other day. Yeah. Oh, you don't pay? No, I don't pay. Of course not. I mean, how desperate is she? Yeah, like, I don't pay either at all. Of course you don't pay. You you guys lining up for a dating show for you. So come on. Dead ass. You're right. You're right. So. No, but it'll be, it'll be fun. But let's hear about what's going on. Like, what's going on with your dating life? Yeah, we need to talk about this. I mean, there isn't much to talk about. But we have, my plebe. Plebes may now speak. (laughs) (laughs) No, so me and Sean have been having this debate on uh, another podcast I host called Let Me Finish. So, yeah, subtle plug. It's a great show, by the way. Um, Kay, have you been listening? It's amazing. Oh, I love Let Me Finish. One of, um, I'm so glad that we like rebranded too. Like this was, (laughs) this was the, this was the quarantine upgrade that we all needed. Like I love listening to Taylor and Abby talk sex because None of us are having any, and we need to. Yeah. We need to at least talk about it. <laughs> we just need to let it out, sweetie. Right? Um, no. So anyway, me and Sean have been having this. I want to say like three week debate going on lately. Um, let me give you a sh- like long story short here. So before quarantine, I was going to the gym in Jersey City regularly and had a gym boyfriend, quote unquote. I've told you yes. about him a little bit, okay? Right? I mean, I've said one word to him, but chemistry's there. Whatever. He is now known as like the gym boyfriend. Do you make anyway, eye contact um, every time you're there with him, Taylor? Yes, I do. Okay. okay. The best yeah. part is when you were referring to him as the gym boy, like Jim. <laughs> I thought his name was Jim. Jim, Jim Halpert. Yeah. He's my boyfriend. And, yeah, and then I it. said, I don't. E- and then I said, I don't even know his name. That's the saddest part. So it could uh, be. Anyway, so then quarantine comes along and ruins any chance of love I had with him because I didn't get to see him every day, and I go home. And then about a month and a half goes by and I come back to Jersey City to move into my new apartment. And on the first day that I'm taking my, my run in Jersey City, I literally run past him. We're at the same spot at the same time at like eight in the morning, passing each other at the exact same time. I mean, to me, that just says like fate written all over it. Yeah. Right? But like what, what did are you the do? Odds? Jersey City. What did I do? I mean, I was nervous got a little choked up slowed down a bit thrown myself onto the ground in front of him and been like oh my god my <laughs> ankle yeah so so exactly what maybe i should do. do taylor froze that's what taylor did i froze duh I, I, so then i brought it on to let me finish the podcast as like what should i do next like if i see him again what am i doing and Kay, we need your outside opinion sean told me the next time that i see him running to take out my AirPod, look at him, and say, I've missed you. Sean, <laughs> if a guy that I did not know, oh, but you guys have like had, you, 
eye you contact said one word every time. To him okay. 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 You've okay. Said, you've had one exchange and you make eye contact all the time. You've seen each other for months. There's chemistry. You can tell uh, that. Okay. I've missed you. Okay. 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 Maybe not. I've missed you, psycho. <laughs> Look like but Joe from maybe, you. Like takes out. Like you'd have to. You'd have to make that. Um. That whole sequence so quick like you have to spot him be like airpod out make sure he slows down like start getting it like you have you'd have to like really um think this through so quick because you don't want to stop him like mid sprint no right well so taste Taste cardio was up she just did a half marathon by herself so i feel like she could catch up to the guy that also is (laughs) Very impressive. But you should, I would, I would do something like, I would say something to him, maybe be like, um, maybe run by and just like wave because if you have, like, he's clearly seen you before, like make a, make a joke about like, (laughs) see it like, um, you again or something like that. (laughs) Don't say you again. You again, you guys are just setting me up for failure. You know what? I'm I'm telling you, Taylor. Looking the way you look, and this jabroni over here in Jersey City is so horny right now. He hasn't hooked up with anybody in months. Yeah. Oh, does he have a girlfriend, guys? Him, I don't know this. Well, whatever. If he has a girlfriend, you're dead in the water. It doesn't matter either way. But if you said to him, you're I right. missed you, and you continue a conversation, I mean, this guy's putty in your hands. I'm just saying. I'm just okay, saying. so this is what we're saying to every everyone listening. If you know a guy in Jersey City who goes to what gym? <gasps> oh, my God, no. Send this okay. podcast episode to him. If it, and... um. Like, make sure that we need to find this guy. Yeah, we do need to find him. This find is like- Does he have his Instagram? No, I don't know his name. I don't know anything about him other than we have eye contact at the gym or okay. had. Taylor, you know what you really Seth. do next time you see me take out the AirPod and you go, oh, my God. How about I just do this? Oh, my God. You look familiar. I've been talking about you on my podcast. Everybody loves to be talked about on a podcast. I mean, Guys, honestly. you're making me sound like I'm going to be the star of you three. Yeah, maybe you like should. the next Joe Goldberg because <laughs> you're desperate at this point. It's time. Everybody now wants, I'm desperate. I'm a, a desperate creep, is what you're saying. <laughs> Speaking of desperate creeps, how many people on this podcast have been DMing or texting with a former too hot to handle cast member? Raise your hand. Kay and Tay both talking to too hot to handle guys, which is the revelation of quarantine. I'm so it proud is. of both of you. Okay, so, so Kay, you interviewed David. She's like blushing. She's like blushing. blushing. He, David was the Brit. David, yeah, David uh, was honestly, uh, he was my favorite from the beginning. So yeah. David, um, he was the British guy and he was the one that like liked Rhonda. You guys know who I'm talking yeah, about if you've watched the yeah. show. You can just Google um, David too out to handle if you didn't watch it though. And yeah. he was my favorite from the beginning. I was like, oh my God, I love this guy. Well, at first I was like, oh, this guy's actually a major douchebag because he said something about like wanting to take it. She's like, the second I get to a bar, I take my shirt off. I'm like, oh. oh. Um, but then and, you saw him take his shirt off and you were like, then I okay. saw him take my shirt off. And I was like, okay, great. Um, but <laughs> I remember I posted about him twice on my Instagram, like before, like right when the show came out, he had like, he had like 50,000 followers or something. He already yeah. had like a decent amount of followers. And I posted, I was like, oh my God, I was like, I'm in love with David from Too Out to Handle. And then I posted about him again because somebody asked me a question like, who's your favorite cast member from Too Out to Handle? And I said him. And then Sean 
like five days later was like, Hey, are you free on Tuesday morning? I know you're super busy. And I'm like getting ready to send no before he can even finish his yeah. sentence. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Literally, I'm ready to cut him off with a no before he even finishes. And he was like, because we have David from two out to handle. We thought you'd be the best to interview him. And I was like, yes, cancels all plans, all meetings. I am unavailable. I'm I good. Will- I will be there. Kay read that book, The Secret, where you just like manifest shit in your life. Yeah. Because it really happened. I manifested this. Okay, hold on. Before you continue, Taylor did almost the exact same thing. Yeah, Taylor, let's hear. With Bryce. And then I want to hear where things went with each of you. Okay, go. Okay. So Bryce, everyone knows he comes in on episode four. He comes off as a major douchebag saying like, oh, I fuck a different girl every night, yada, yada, yada. He's the boat guy, Um, right? He's got a boat. And I said, he's the boat guy. He's got the boat, lives in Marina Del Rey, whatever. Um, He, I was like, he's perfect for Let Me Finish because it's like total fuck boy. We can interview him, ask him all the questions, whatever. Uh, so I DM him, like you said, like right when the show came out, he had like, I want 20,000 followers. I said, you know what? Like Chris Jenner works hard. I work harder, slid into the DMs because I'm a key answer. Bop. And I said off from off campus, I said, Hey, would love to like interview you. Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, he comes on the podcast. He is so cool. Sean can agree. He was right? actually pretty like, chill. He, he wasn't was really a best. douche. I liked him, yeah. He wasn't a douche at all. I would um, let that Taylor was my first question. That was my first question to Taylor. I was like, how was he? <laughs> yeah, you're like, how was he? Like, is it? I was like, no, actually great. So then we exchange numbers and we're Instagram friends now. So it's like, it's like more of a, like, we're like just friends, you know? And he's texted. like, next time you're in California, we texted. He was like, next time you're in California, like you're coming to the boat. I said, yeah, oh. I am. <laughs> She's a coming boat? to the boat. A boat. If you have a boat, you <laughs> are just 10 times, 10 <laughs> notches hotter. Here's the thing though, Taylor. If you have a boat, that's a great sign. If you live on a boat, not a great sign. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it cuts both ways. Right. So you've been you're a right. little bit DMing with him, which I, I think really the issue here, Kay, that we've highlighted is that Taylor is just a little too bashful for her own good. She needs yeah, to I just am. be aggressive. We, Kay Brown, on the other hand, we're in quarantine. Aggressive. We have no time. We have no time for bullshit. I've literally uh-huh. been DMing guys. And I've, if I think they're hot, I'm like, I will literally slide in their DMs out knowing I'm be like, you're hot. Hot. <laughs> you're you know, hot. Maybe I should do that. Long story short, you don't have to give us details, but you and David started messaging after you finished the podcast. After the podcast. Yeah. I, well, he's like the nicest guy ever. Can I, if you guys haven't listened to this Is episode. He of, he's the nicest guy ever. He, okay. um, <laughs> If you have not listened to that episode of At Betches, um, it is called uh, How Hard Is It to Keep It in Your Pants? You definitely should because him and I, it's essentially the entire interview is just us flirting back and forth, which I love. Love that for you. And so I messaged Jim just being like, hey, the episode's going to be out next week. Um, I'll send you all of the, uh, you know, I'll send you the link and all the assets or whatever for you to share it. And, um, and I, he was like, oh, my God, you're a legend. And then, like, called me a cutie. And I was like, okay. And then, so we just, like, messaged back and forth, like, getting to know each other. Just, it was super basic stuff. Nothing crazy. Um, and then, I don't know. Like, he's a really nice guy. I mean, I, he lives in London. And um, he's yeah. doing that whole thing over there. But The conversation has continued. I'm really proud of you. The conversation has continued. And... I'm not done shooting my shot, but I'm telling you, you kind of just have to like go for it. I did yeah. it to this one guy. And um, first of all, he responded very quickly, <laughs> like quicker than like anybody should to a DM. And I was like, yeah, oh, that was 
um, fast. Too easy. And he immediately responded with like a video of him being like shirtless outside in the sun and being like, hey, what's yeah. up? And he's like Australian. So the time difference was crazy. And now we're like buds. I mean, not buds <gasps> because I'm not getting friend zoned again. But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's my issue. I think I friend zoned myself, but whatever. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have a problem with that, too. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. All right, let's talk about a completely separate reality yeah. show. Yeah. Okay, fill us in on this Hannah Beaver stuff. Okay, so this is definitely a... Um... Uh, a slight change from our previous topic. Um, mm-hmm. But so this weekend, Hannah Brown got on Instagram live uh, hammered as you do and <laughs> proceeded to do a TikTok dance. But well, she's like reciting the lyrics of a, of a song that you hear on TikTok and there's a dance to it. And she says the N word and so she proceeds to apologize because people were calling her out being like, you just said this, you just said this word, blah, blah, blah. And she, she responds and she goes, Oh, I did like, as if, as if she didn't like, she didn't know. And then her friend goes, Oh yeah, that was, that was Brooke who said it because she, she could tell what was going on. And she was like, Oh my gosh, Hannah can't say this. And then Hannah was like, well, maybe it was Patrick, but okay. Listen, you know, we have the clip. Brand new Lamborghini, like a cop car, with a pistol on my rear back, I'm a cop. Have you ever seen a real <laughs> rock star? It's no good guitarist, it's Throw it. I did, I'm so sorry. That wasn't you, that was, um, Brooke. No, I was singing this, I'm so sorry. I was... <laughs> I don't think that you said that. I don't think I mean, no, I there was, I mean, no. Maybe it was Patrick. Yeah, but also it could have been done before Um anyway. Well I'll just say that word, my dad would kill us. So you know what? I'm gonna stay here. Y'all can think I said whatever I did. Alright, so there's the apology and there's her singing it. Um, the thing that the problem that I had with it, I'll let, obviously I'll have you guys <laughs> chime in in a second. I'm just like going on my full rant. But the problem that I had with it is yeah. that when her friend said it was someone else and how Hannah said it was probably someone else too, 
the fact that they were like, oh, it was just Brooke. Well, so then you're comfortable with the people you're hanging out with saying it just as long as it's not you. Like yeah. it's, it's clear that you're chill with other people saying it. And then also when she was saying, oh, I said that, I don't think I said that. Well, if you say something offensive like that, when you say something wrong, you immediately know. Oh yeah. Like there's no, there's like, if I, if, I mean, I don't even say that word, but if you say something like that, you know it right away. And the fact that she was not even aware that she said it means that she is, it's like not, it doesn't register in her head as yeah. like an alarm right. bell going Cause, off. Cause I'll say like, if I'm singing a song that has that word in it, I become genuinely uncomfortable when I get to that word. And I almost like have yeah. to, like I give myself a radio edit cause I'm that uncomfortable with it. So if I actually said it out loud, it would leave me feeling uncomfortable unless I got no problem with the word. And that's a problem if you have no problem with the word. Yeah. Right. I think she made it worse for herself by her reaction to her realizing that she had said the word. Totally. She was like laughing. She was like, I I didn't say that. Like, that wasn't me. What she should have done is as soon as you realize that, oh, like, I fucked up, should have never said that, should have went off live and addressed the situation in a completely different manner. You know, yeah. instead she just was apologizing like right then and there for it, but indirectly because she was kind of saying like, oh, it was Patrick, it was Brooke, da, da, da. And then she was like, I didn't say that. Like, I'm not even allowed to say that word. What? Like, what? What also, do you mean you're like, not allowed to say the word? You just you should never say that you word. You shouldn't even like <laughs> want to say that word or feel. Yeah. Com- the, this is so um, like, not it's not graphic at all, but one of the reasons why that word is so like harmful for Mm -hmm. people other than black people to say is that my roommate pointed this out. It is sometimes the last word black people hear before they die. Mm. That is like super hard to think about, but that's, that's like, so when people are making these comments, defending Hannah being like, Oh, it's a lyric in a song or, Oh, she was just drunk. Like that's not an excuse. It's not, it's not okay to say at any point in time, regardless of it's a lyric or not. Um, it's, it's very, it's very offensive. And the fact Rachel Lindsay, if you guys have not seen Rachel Lindsay's IGTV, she went live and talked about how she felt about this. And I'm not a huge Rachel Lindsay fan, but this was, um, very, very, eye-opening and I think it can be great for other people to watch this as well Um, and she talks about how um, like the her apology and how her apology was like half-assed and sort of just like oh I'm sorry and then she went on her Instagram story and like typed out an apology like a like a literally one sentence typed out disappears in 24 hours apology Uh And Rachel said, um, I'm actually going to read this because I really, um, Rachel goes, when you're bold enough to say the N word on camera, then you need to be bold enough to use it face, um, to use your face on camera and apologize the same way you said the word, which I totally agree with. Like you need to come back on, you need to sober the fuck up (laughs) and take responsibility for what you did and um, like own up to that. And the fact that she hasn't done that yet is sad to me. And then you have Tyler Cameron Mm. defending her, which I love Tyler Cameron, but 
stay out of it. Like this is a Hannah Brown and the public problem, you know, like there's, I, I hope I'm hoping that she is going to go on live or do some sort of video as a form of apology. I just hope it's sooner rather than later, you know? Yeah. It's already been part of me is hoping that she is planning to do that, even though she should have done it. Yeah. A while ago. A day ago. <laughs> Two days. Well, Tyler Cameron goes, in these moments, you have the opportunity to bury someone or lift them up. We need to lift uh, HB up from this. So this is like, first of all, we don't need, the last thing we need in this situation is a white man. Yes. <laughs> saying yeah. what we need to do. <laughs> That's Seriously. first. And then second, it's, it's playing the victim. Yeah. Like she's the one yeah. that did it. We shouldn't be being like, she's not the victim here because we're pissed. Yeah. Like, please do not turn this around. Yeah. Um, so that was just really irritating. I don't know. I, I was super upset last night about, you know, the comments we were getting on our bachelor Instagram about the story and just, um, seeing all those like yeah. that hate and stuff. It was I, very I this, strange to see. I made the same mistake of looking at, comments on every article about it because it is fascinating yeah so many people were trying to somehow come across as reasonable and defend her the way tyler Mm -hmm. is here i was like yeah why are you why do you feel the need to defend her use of that word i don't get it some people were like if um if you don't want me to oh don't put it in the lyrics if you don't want me to sing it like what Sick to what? my stomach. I people no. I what? no. I think it's a common. That's it's a common deal. response. Or other people. It will, is. They'll, they'll say it it's is. like a, a double standard of some some sorts. Like yeah, there is a double standard for a good fucking reason. Like, yeah. That's the thing. So and I think most of these people are white. You know that are trying oh, to defend her. You yeah. know it's like taking yeah. the sides thing. I'm sure there's the the odd, you know, random exception to that, but. Some even somebody like Tyler, I know he he's friends with her, so I understand at of least course. the he urge was, to I defend don't your think, friend. I do not think his intentions were right. no. You know, and so when I when I read his response, I didn't feel like he was fully like backing up her right to use the word or something. But no. when you immediately snap to "let's not tear her down," you're basically trying to dismiss the problem. Yeah, exactly. And like lift her up. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I don't know. No. Yeah, she needs to be I, lifted up. I also think. Let's not make her the victim here. Right. And the drunk thing, people are trying to use that as an excuse. I don't know about you guys, but my true self comes out when I'm drinking. Sober, and, yeah. Drunk words are sober thoughts. <laughs> exactly. Drunk words are sober thoughts. And some people, sometimes people get heated when they're drunk. And I can excuse that. Like if you act like a jerk when you're drunk, maybe. But some of the words that people use when they're drunk, I'm not okay with it. And it's not mm-hmm. an excuse. So the idea that that just slipped out because she was a little a little tipsy, I think is bullshit. I think she does that when the camera's not on. Yeah. So I I would say, look, do you guys remember actually one of the best examples? Do you remember Paula Dean? You remember her? Oh God. She she too problematic in Dean. so many ways. In so many ways, two sticks of butter in every recipe is problematic too. Like she was, yeah. but she had this whole backstory where she admitted in an interview that she used to use the word, actually I think it was in a deposition, that she used to use the word all the time and she got straight up canceled. I haven't seen Paula Dean since. So Mm -hmm. my question is, does this, 
rise to the level of cancellation that we saw with Paula Dean, or do you expect Kay, somebody who's in the Bachelor world, you're in the thick of it. Do you think this is yeah. going to end her career, or is she going to bounce back? I don't think this is going to. First of all, I just want to say that we are not calling Hannah Brown I'm racist not. in any way, shape, or form. Oh, no. Right. No. I do not think she is racist. I I think, but the words that she used are racist. Right. Not her personally. But I agree. By the way, because the Paula Dean thing is, it was a different situation. I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying it's the same, it's, but. At a certain point, it it's all in the same bucket. So I wonder, mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen? I think I think this is going to be a pretty big dent in her in her career because she was supposed to be the best of us, you know. Yeah. Like she was she was like the one that everybody supported, that everybody liked because like Hannah Brown did no wrong, yeah, in, ever. Like we always loved Hannah Brown, especially after her season of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and then like she won Dancing with the Stars, and then like her and Tyler, and she came back on. You know, we've always been rooting for her. So seeing this mm-hmm. happen, and it's not just like a oh she cheated on somebody or oh she, um, you know, whatever. But this was like I think this is a, a different level of, um. Career a tra- damage. A transgression, yeah. Yes. I wish you had cheated on somebody. That'd be way more interesting and yeah, way more like, excusable. You know what? Yeah. Fine. But this I think this is different. And I don't I don't know if we've in at least in Bachelor World have dealt with um this I mean this sort of There's language. no precedent. There's no precedent. And so I, I'm interested to see what happens. I mean, I haven't completely canceled her out, but I am waiting to see what she has to to say, I really want her to like take ownership of this and be like, you know what? I fucked up. Like, let me do actually do better. Not just like write it down. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay. I'm going to go on a limb here and say this was discussed at length on yes. the bachelor podcast out today, wherever you get your podcasts. We've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Okay, so let's transition to this Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber shit. Oh, yes. I love when Bieber is involved in drama because, because you know it's going to be good. You know he's always in the midst of it, no matter what, you know? And oh, yeah, he is, always. He is not the one that started this drama. The one who started this drama is Mr. 
uh, Takashi Six Nine. Am I pronouncing that right? Mister, it's Doctor Takashi to you. Doctor Takashi to you. So anyway, to break it down, Doctor. So Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber's new song that just came out, which was "Stuck with You," love it. Kind of embodies the whole situation that we're all living right now. Um, Was Billboard's number one hit, right? Makes sense. Yes. Takashi Six Nine song. Gooba, I think it's called. Gooba. 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 Came in at number three. He thought he deserved that number one spot and is now claiming that Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande and Scooter Braun, that whole whatever, um, bought it, bought Billboard, like cheated cheated somehow to get number one. It's just so weird. And the thing that frustrates me the most is like, Takashi 69 also is on house arrest right now. He got released from prison because of COVID-19. So he should still be in prison, hypothetically. Um, he comes off saying that, like, in his video response to Ariana's claims that he is, you know, like, that he's wrong in saying that they cheated. He's like, some of us, like, came from different backgrounds. Of, like, trying to pull this, like, who suffered more growing up type of deal but but that's so besides the point of what he's trying to argue like sir you just made millions of dollars on a number three song it's not like your song wasn't in the top 10 the top 100 you were number three you just weren't number one you know what if you're not first you're last (laughs) apparently so apparently so But he wasn't, the part that's crazy, Taylor pointed out, I didn't even realize it. He didn't even get fucking second place. So what are you mad about? Yeah. It's like, it's not like, it's not like he was this close, but actually we have a clip. Let's hear him talking about his quote unquote investigation into this scandal. You can buy number ones on Billboard. Now let me tell you what happened. We was having an ongoing investigation just now. Silvio from Billboard, right? There's like five, five or six of them that come up with the, the charts with Nielsen and everything. Last Thursday, Ariana was stuck with you, submitted 60,000 units last second. With the investigation, we found this. They purchased half of those things with six credit cards. When we asked where was those six credit cards linked to, Billboard said we can't disclose that information. Okay, so first thought, he, talk, uh, he uh, apparently has a full investigative team looking into some credit card statements or <laughs> something from Ariana Grande. Yeah. I, I don't know where that comes from. Um, I will, to, to his credit, Stuck With You, hot take, not a very good song. So oh. something is up here. I mean, that is not a number one single. I don't think something's up. I think if you yeah. look at Ariana's fan base and Justin Bieber's fan base, together, yeah. billions and billions of people. Obviously, and this song, every t- they, all the proceeds were going to charity. So let's take it down a notch, Mr. 6ix9ine, because all the money they made in number one is going to charity. All the money you're making for your number three song mm-hmm. is probably going to you. So, yeah, probably that's probably going my, to legal fees right now, but I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's my that's my problem with it is that you have to think about the fan base. There are no bigger fan bases than believers <laughs> and then yeah. whatever the fuck Ariana Grande's fans are called. Um yeah. like 
they are, it's a huge, huge fan base. Then you add on top of a collab, like them together. Then you add on top of the charity. And then you add on top of like the whole like meaning of the song. Like that's what, that's why everybody's liking these uh, quarantine memes right now. Yeah. It's because we're all living in it. That's what all we can talk about or think about because that's all that's going on. So yeah, that's what's going to happen right now. We like yeah. this song. I mean, I don't really think that they, okay, I mean, put it two different ways. I don't think they didn't, if they did do anything to get their song to number one, I don't think they're doing anything that everybody else ain't already doing. The idea, here's what really strikes me as amusing about this thing is that Takashi 69 he feels to me like somebody who just watched their first Flat Earther video and then wants to come out here and tell everybody about all the research they've been doing and how they, <laughs> like the government, there's a conspiracy to convince us that the earth is round. The idea that people haven't been using techniques to make their songs more successful than they actually are in the early going is absurd. People, when a so book is coming out, you know how you get on the, the, the New York Times bestseller list? You fucking grind to make sure that you gain whatever system there is out there to get it to number one. Same thing with the song. So what if they bought extra copies of it? Who fucking cares? Also, yeah. who cares about who, billboard I, charts anymore? I don't, I don't remember didn't even ever, know that was a thing. Me either. I don't ever remember seeing that ever before. And now like, I, actually, I genuinely think Spotify streams and YouTube views is more important than any billboard list. Actually, number, the most, every time the Grammys roll around, they put on a good show, but the awards are always a fraud because it's just like an industry thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yep. you get the award, not because you had the best song or the best album or the best artistry. You get it because you pulled the best strings and you have the best representatives or the record label backs you up. It's yeah. all one big game. So the idea that I feel like Takashi 69, Dr. Takashi, just <laughs> like for the first time in his life, people are hanging out at his house arrest home and we're telling him how he, there's some system that he's getting screwed over by. And he thought, he's like, oh my God, people need to know about this. Yeah, we right. didn't really need to know. We didn't. I mean, Caitlin Bristow, Caitlin Bristow's top two on iTunes right now. <laughs> and yeah. God no. knows. Oh, yeah. It, was, it said, um, it was like top, uh, I'm being honest, enters top two on U.S. iTunes sales chart. Hey, Stop. Caitlin no Bristow, way. Bachelor, Bachelorette. Bachelorette. <laughs> so like, Maybe, hopefully Takashi doesn't get a hold of that info because <laughs> poor Caitlin will get the wrath of it, I'm sure. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. 
Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. All right, moving right along. Um, Ryan Seacrest, he had a very strange moment on the American Idol finale. Um, People thought that it was a stroke. Some people are saying it was just he's overrun, fatigued, tired. Um, And I watched the video and honestly, very concerning. Mm -hmm. Also, very concerning that I didn't know that the American Idol finale was this Sunday because when American Idol first premiered, I mean, I was watching that religiously because it was the shit. Religiously. Religiously. Yes. Yeah. But that's it, getting besides the point. No, but hold on real quick before we watch this video or talk about it, because I know Kay hasn't seen it yet. We're going to make her watch yeah. it live right now on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. I was astonished that American Idol had a finale and I didn't know about it. No, same. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Nobody's doing anything. I mean, look, the show got canceled for a while and they brought it back and nobody really cares about it anymore, except yeah. people who are actually watching. But mm-hmm. I find it kind of crazy. That yeah. That Nobody's watching American Idol anymore. Like, I mean, I forgot. I haven't it's watched sad. American Idol in years. Me neither. Yeah. No, I know. But it used to even be, you know, season eight, nine, ten, when I wasn't watching anymore. I still knew when the finale was coming. Yeah. That's why. It used to be the shit. I mean, I would go to the American Idol, like, top ten uh, tour every summer with my friends. You went to the, the concert? Oh, like or five times. Did. Who's the greatest American <laughs> Idol contestant of all time? I love Chris Daughtry. Um, really? He's not even a winner. Who's the best winner of all time? Not, oh, Carrie winner? Underwood. I'm not. Oh, Carrie Underwood or Kelly, or Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Come on. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson's iconic. Love her oh, show. And, and Jennifer Hudson. I mean, she got runner-up, but she is... She didn't get runner-up. She got like fourth place or something. Oh, did she? Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah so great. they were having this um, finale broadcast, basically doing it Zoom style because you do what you can. And Ryan Seacrest had a, at least, let's call it an awkward moment. And Kay, you haven't watched it yet. So you are going, we're going to play it for you. I want you to watch the video. I sent right. it to you. And I, we're going to play it for the listeners it right now. And I want to hear your reaction. Cynthia Erivo and the top 11 right there. You can catch her playing Aretha Franklin on the National Geographic Limited Series. Genius Aretha premiering this fall. Okay, so watching that, <laughs> it felt like I was in some sort of fever dream. I yes. know. It is Does it weird. make you feel uncomfy? It uncomfortable. Made me feel I uncomfy. Like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a little cringy. Like, there was nothing really visual happening other than, like, him. His eye. His eye was a little drooped. <laughs> Kate, you I, were so concerned about watching this thing because you can't watch that I thought that he was going to have, like some like a seizure or something something scary i thought something scary was going to happen but it was mm-hmm. just a weird moment yeah yeah no i know so his rep came out and said ryan here's here's his response ryan did not have any kind of stroke last night like many people <laughs> right now ryan is adjusting to the new normal and finding work home balance with the added stress of having to put on live shows from home it's kind of funny to hear have a rep yeah. like he's tired He's First sleepy. Of all, drinks, he's sleepy. Little lion's tired. Yeah, he didn't get tired. his nappy today. <laughs> but I actually have it there. So I don't, the first time I watched it, I thought it was weird enough that maybe he was having a stroke. I don't want to joke yeah. about him having a stroke. I don't think we're no, doing yeah. it. But then I realized if you watch it again, it looks like he's stifling a yawn. 
Taylor Jackson, oh. your thoughts. Oh, it's okay. actually because have you ever seen somebody try and fight back a yawn? Yes. Yeah. You cannot talk. Because, like, he is always yeah, on, and it's the finale, and if he yawns, it looks like he – I mean, That's, everyone knows every, the audience is bored because we yeah, didn't even know there was too. a finale. But if Mr. Ryan Seacrest comes uh-huh. across word, that's going to – he would wake up with a worse headline, like a worse headline than yeah. if, like – than thinking anything that he had a stroke, else. it would be like even Ryan's bored with American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, that's the dead. title of the podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, Ryan's bored with American Idol. That's true, Sean. Yeah, I think it's a yawn, but it actually does speak to the fact. I mean, some people are getting more sleep than ever. I bet you guys are getting less. You guys don't even really sleep. I know Kay never sleeps, so like she's no, always just out here grinding, doing podcasts, yeah. showing up for you guys to entertain you. But I could see it. Like, I've been on Zoom calls, and I have to stifle yawns all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I just do it. <laughs> it happens. And, like, and people do it in media. Like, you can't not, like, it's you can't help it. And, yeah. I mean, it sucks that he really can't do it. But <laughs> you really can't. The man needs sleep. I, I needs, do. I will give him that. that. He is hustling. Always. He's that out way. here hustling. He's all out right. here producing the Kardashians. <laughs> he like, is. You know what he's doing? He's out here Putting stacks on stacks on stacks. stacks Collecting on stacks. money. All right. Last topic, guys, quickly. Mindy Kaling just signed on to write the script for Legally Blonde 3. Are you here for it? Okay. I don't remember if we even liked Legally Blonde 2, we, to we be didn't, very honest. We didn't love we didn't. it. We didn't love it. Mm-mm. No. Okay. I, I yeah. should have known um, just from not remembering. Yeah. So Legally Blonde 1 is an all-timer. Legally Blonde oh, 2 God. is, is fine. It's not like a horrible movie, but it's not... We like didn't need it. We didn't it need it. It could have been left as an idea on paper. Was it, Elle, was it Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, she's yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. She did well, very watch. Ben didn't snap and everything. She does I mean, the whole thing. I'm here for Legally... I'm here for... I mean, Mindy Kaling anything. Yeah. So I am excited to see what this turns out. Have we... Have they announced the cast yet? Do we know like the well, cast? Reese's we back know Reese on board. That's all that matters. Reese is going to be also, in I think that Reese is like so hot right now with like, we had the big little lies. We had little fires everywhere. Everyone's very into her. Um, so I think obviously every, so many people are going to watch it, but are we going to like it? I can't predict that. I mean, I also like almost anything Reese is in. So yeah. Mindy and Reese, this is a dream team for me. Yeah. I can't, I, 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 I do not want to put this down because I think, if there's been enough time that they can figure out, I think that Legally Blonde 2 probably was just too soon. And we we're like, okay, why are you remaking this? Just like, we don't need a Mean Girls 2. That's weird. Which they did that do in straight to DVD and nobody and, cared. Right. Yeah. Straight to Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think there's been enough time where it's like, oh, let's do a fun revamp of this with Reese. This could be fun. Mm-hmm. Taylor, is there a rom-com that you want to see a sequel to? Yes. Um, I'm nervous to say this because usually sequels ruin things for me. Um, But 13 Going on 30 is my all-time favorite rom-com in this world. And can you imagine a sequel where where Maddie and Jenna have like a family and something's happening there? Is it their kids are 13 then they go on 30? No, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want What if we that. reversed it? I want she Jenna has kids and-, and she goes back to being 13, like her mom's <gasps> age, back to the future style. Love it. It just writes itself. 
We'll get Mindy Kaling yeah. signed up for that one. Wow, too. I love that idea. <laughs> All right, Kate, yeah. what do you got? Do you have any rom-coms? Um, okay, so I just thought of this because it's um, back on Netflix right now. I just showed you guys my crotch. In the- <laughs> <laughs> um, Things you don't need to see on Zoom. I know, I was just like readjusting. But I am feeling like uh, a good remake or a good sequel to he's just not that into you but 2020 version like because this was long enough ago where people are still using like landlines and like texting wasn't like super like it was still very like I'm gonna leave a voicemail or like we're on MySpace like I want to know what he's just not into you is like now that there's Instagram now that there's like Snapchat now that there's all these things I think they could really good update the technology things have changed so much since that came out yeah Oh. I know. I know. I know. That, that by the way, Taylor Jackson, and Abigail Lloyd broke down the entire plot of that movie on Let Me Finish. So if you want we to did. go back and find that episode, it was a banger. Mine banger. is banger. It's, it's not the best example of a movie that needs a sequel, but I do think that you guys know Notting Hill. I mean, everybody knows Notting yeah. Hill. It's the greatest rom com of all time, in my opinion. I think it's fucking fantastic. But I would watch. And this is like a sad version of it. I'm not going to lie, but I'm ready for Hugh Grant to make a real comeback. And I want him to, in this version. Okay, Hugh Grant's right, like 300 years old. I know, but I still want to, <laughs> I want to see the man try and come make a comeback. But it's, it's never future, too late for a comeback. In a walker. In a walker. It's in the future. Julia Roberts has died of natural causes, obviously. And he's trying to find love again in Notting Hill. I would watch that movie. I'm here to watch that movie. I mean, I want to be him to be a boy. I want him to be an old man standing in front of a girl asking her to ask. That's what I want to right. see. Right. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that in so long that I forgot that that's what that quote was. But you're welcome. I've Go never watch seen it right it. now. It'll make your corn. I've never seen it. Taylor, okay, so. it's, it's, it's up there. It's up so there. We're going to watch that. It's no 13 right. going on 30, but it's great. All right. You guys, fantastic show. This was so fun. Love so that. much fun. Mm-hmm. So Love Kay, this show. Love this topic. Kay, I look forward to seeing screenshots of your dms with david taylor same <laughs> yep. same of you with bryce but until next time guys where can we find you on instagram uh you can follow me at k york city on any platform mm-hmm. uh, you can follow me at taylor jackson two ends at the end of that on you instagram can, you can find me not posting on instagram at <laughs> Sean Ryan. Uh, and go check out the bachelor podcast a new one out today go check out let me finish another one coming up this thursday Yep. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Betches.